Welcome to Fired Up Podcast. I'm Andrew Hopple. I'm Cameron Hewitt. And you guys are listening to the number one fitness and everything else podcast on the air. If you guys are new to the Fired Up Podcast, Cam and I are a fitness-based podcast, but we talk about a number of different things. We're happy to have you here. Oh, yeah. I guess we're happy. Dude, so the other day at work, I was talking to my boss. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. It's almost May. And then it hit me. Uh-oh. Dude, May is the fifth month of the year. We are we are officially, well, not officially, but a couple days away from officially being a third of the way through the year. Yes. Let that sink in for a second. A whole third. Holy smokes, man. This is, I don't know, it's been a really cold like spring winter, I think, at least yeah. for Chicagoland. It just, it, it never hit that spring like it usually does around March or April. And now, I mean, it was warm a little bit, but it just felt like it was lingering for way too long. So I always really look forward to late spring and summer in Chicago. It's just, it's my favorite, is when it's still, the days are still getting longer and it's not quite all the way into summer yet. You, you have been uh, the topic of a couple of conversations this winter. It's been like snowing in March or like late February or something in Michigan. And Abby will look out the window and be like, Cam, I just think Andrew is just dead ass wrong. Because multiple times you've been like, yeah, there's really just like two weeks of winter that are really rough. It's like, I don't know, man. Pretty sure it's like three months that are like at any point it could snow, it could be super cold, all of that. Abby's just like, yeah, what the hell is he talking about? Two weeks, it's snow. It snowed a couple days ago here. Yeah. Well, no. The quote is that there's two uh, weeks. Yeah. There's two weeks in February that are like the worst weeks that you could possibly have in any type of winter environment. And it's just it's when you get so bone chilling cold that the car has to like whistle to turn once you turn it on and it's just not doing well. That's that's the worst time to be alive. But that is that is more than two weeks, dude. What no, it's like two about? weeks. And then it slowly starts to get better and better. But then it, it of course it like hopscotches back and forth. It doesn't continue to increase. Okay. All right, yeah. Regardless, yeah, no, sure. now we're out of the thick of it. And we've got the yeah. uh, the Hopple family garden almost all planted, so we're we're ready to go. Oh yeah, Andrew's eating only homegrown produce and smoking homegrown weed from the Hopple farm this fall. You should raise chickens and goats too. Yeah. Now we don't have to mow your grass in suburban Hoffman Estates. Oh yeah, dude, that'd be great. You'd be yeah, someone's got to start. You'd be a pioneer. Yeah, that'd be sweet to get onto that local homestead situation eventually but i don't know if um it's probably against the the local municipality codes oh dude i i bet dude a lot of these suburbs you guys yes you guys can do your homework a lot of you guys could be having anywhere between one to three chickens and you don't even know it <laughs> one to three That's chickens. A... <laughs> sounds like a big chore hey andrew i have i have something to bring up to you since we're doing a hard hitting no bullshit get to the point episode there's been something interesting that I've, I've tied together so guys andrew's andrew's been posting a similar thing on his story the past couple days which i believe is a, like a um andy Frisella idea quote or whatever 
And the quote is like, no one's going to save you. You have to do it yourself, which I, I, I get. It's kind of like, hey, there's just work that you have to put in. You have to do it yourself. Like no one's going to do the things that you need to do for you. And um, what's been interesting is I've been listening to a couple podcasts that are, dude, they're already mentioning the next election, like 2024, November, like a year and a half, the next presidential election. It just got me thinking. I mean, and guys, this is like regardless of what political ideas you have, whatever. People get very interesting with the presidential election. Like, I feel like they, whether you like Trump or Biden or Obama or DeSantis, you know, whoever, do you really think, like, they're going to have a bigger impact on your life than you and your family? Like, I just always think about that. Like, yeah, they, they affect parts of your life. But, like, to think, like, oh, dude, like, my guy's in office. It's like, okay, so most of your life is still going to be up to you just because the guy that you like that's in office is in there doesn't mean you know you're going to have the life that you want no absolutely not but i mean not to not to go super far into the thick of it uh the government does control all of our laws and uh things that we abide by inside of our our natural lives so the full reason that I cannot have chickens inside of my local Hoffman Estates household is because it's against the, the local municipality codes. So yes, it, it does dictate um, quite a bit, especially as a as a small business owner. A lot of my life is dictated around government and what they dictate. So yes, it's very important. It actually is. Yeah, but I'm not, not saying it isn't important. Is but. is it up to the government? to allow you to get jacked and tan and not be unhappy with your body. No, absolutely not. There's nothing uh, regarding that in, in a big way that could affect that. It's Megan. And I watched supersize me the other day for the first time. She, she'd never seen it. It's just a good throwback. It's just, Oh man, it's uh it's hilarious to look back and see what that was like in the early, early two thousands, late nineties mm-hmm. era because it was even worse off than what it is now in terms of what people know about how to take care of themselves. And people are like this one part of the, of supersize me always gets me where he's asking people on the street in New York, they're like, all right, what's cat, what's a calorie. And people just, nobody knows at least the ones that they kept in the actual movie, the documentary, Mm -hmm. nobody knows what a calorie is. And so we've come a long way with education in that way but we're still nowhere near where we need to be for fitness and and nutrition education and how to take care of ourselves for the rest of our lives. No, that stuff is not dictated by government. Right. Or, well, I mean, even just things like your personal relationships, your business relationships, all these sort of things. And even just, you know, like your self-confidence, all that, like there's so many things that the government's not going to do anything about and those things would really determine a lot of your quality of life right like i feel like it's just like a safety net that people hang on to so much and uh, there's a one of my favorite quotes it, it's so much more important what happens in your house than the white house and i think that that is insanely true like again i'm not saying the government doesn't matter it obviously does 
but also it's like, hey guys, just remember, like, you have a lot of influence and power in your life, like way more than you probably think. And even like, I mean, I got to remind myself of that as well. Like there are certain times like this morning, even I had to kind of like summon a, a good chunk of willpower. So I let the old, the old pooch out at like four 30. And my plan was, Hey dude, get it before 30, get a workout in while the dog goes back to sleep and Abby's asleep. And then you'll come back and you'll play with the dog, yada, yada. So she doesn't wake up Abby. And when I let the dog out, I was like, oh, I can. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be so nice just to go back to bed? And I was like, yeah, man, it would. But like, you know, if I just stay up for another like 10 minutes, I'm going to be awake. And I'll be able to get the workout in that I wouldn't be able to get in otherwise. And it, and it was supposed to be like a fun workout. Like I gave myself some freedom. I'm like, dude, go in there, man. Like do some arms, do some shoulders. Like just have fun and train hard in this workout. That was the goal. Like just to enjoy it. And I ended up going in like, it was a great workout. I had, it was, you know, very worth it. I loved it. But it was that tipping moment where I'm like, ooh, the bed sounds really nice right now. But if I just push through, I'll be able to do what I want to do. You know, like that sort of stuff, I feel like really matters in the long run. You like telling yourself you'll do something and then actually doing it. Like no one is going to do that for you. No one's going to like turn you into the person you want to be and do the like the hard mental stuff for you no one's coming to save you do it yourself good old cardio weight vest wisdom well andrew andrew how is your cut going or your prep it's going well i uh, actually did i've been trying to elongate my cardio sessions and i'm trying to improve my my endurance for that stuff and uh, the weight vest has been just brutalizing me it's just been reminding me how much of a sissy i really am because like by the time i reach the the 45 minute mark because that's usually what i would do for all these years is 45 minutes of of weight vested cardio my traps start to fall asleep and then it just gets inch by inch more and more uncomfortable and i've been trying to push it past an hour for the last last few times i've been doing this thing and just, you know, really starting to just add in, just, all right, how long can I go on this one? I don't have anything coming up. All right, let's get a little extra cardio in before I got to complete my next task of the day. Today, I did 70 minutes, 70 minutes of weight vested cardio, and my arms were just not feeling it by the end of it. Um, so it's, it's going to be fun. I mean, I, I have this in the fall. I've committed to doing this 12 hour walk of just like nonstop for 12 hours and no talking. So it's like a silent 12 hour walk. You can also uh, aren't supposed to be listening to anything either and just kind of living inside your thoughts for that amount of time. This is post uh, post show. And I might, if I can muster it up, I'm going to try to do a weight vest or ruck it for 12 hours instead. Oh, <laughs> it's just like right now, 70 minutes is just brutal, just brutalized. But, but you got what, like 50 pounds? How many, how much weight you got on your weight vest when you're doing that 40, seven minutes? Just 40, but it's just weighing Jeez, the whole time. So if I can, if I can build that endurance and I can deal with that a little bit better, I think it'd be really cool to do that with that extra added weight. And that'd be insane. It would be. It really would. 
is it what's the uh what's the walkthrough is it through like an organization or uh what, what's it through one of our, our members over at the p10 gym is doing it and it's uh part of a book so we're going to get a bunch of people to do so but it's just 12 hours of silence making it happen mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that's one of those things like going back to like a couple episodes when i when i said like I don't weigh studies as heavily as other people and I take on experience. I also take on like, dude, there's something to be said about just doing something that is very mentally challenging. Yes. Like granted, I, I don't want to, I don't want to take away of like, Hey man, we're in 40 pounds on your torso for 12 uh, hours or whatever. That is physically hard. I'm not saying it, it isn't, but for someone, if someone were to be like, um, yeah, so actually, like, walking for 12 hours with no weight vest would actually, like, kill gains. Or, or like, you get people that say, you know, oh, doing a cold plunge, it, it's, it can show to, like, slow down hypertrophy a little bit after a weight training session. Or, you know, or they might be like, oh, it's not as effective as people say, whatever. But you know what? You know what's really tough about doing a cold plunge, I bet, is getting in it, right? So, like, not everything has to have physical gains. I mean, dude, after that 12-hour walk, Dude, you're gonna be beat up, dude. I bet the next day, oh my god, you're probably not gonna be feeling the best. But there's a, a different purpose behind it, you know. Or if you do, if you're like, hey, I'm gonna do a cold plunge three times a week. Well, if someone's like, well, wh well, what's the scientific reason? There doesn't need to be one. It's just, it's hard. It's the it's the mental battle, right? Like, and I think that's something to to think about too. Even if you're doing a, a weight training session, if you're doing like bicep curls, you're like, dude, okay let's just do two drop sets and just push ourselves mentally. Like how far can I go? Is it quote unquote optimal for arm gains? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but it's freaking tough and bare bones as a foundation. I think that is worth something. Yeah. I mean, continue to improve your work threshold, right? Your ability to continue to push yourself in difficult situations is never a bad thing. It's never going to be something that's not desirable or it's not going to help mm -hmm. you out. If you can continue, like, I like to say, I don't have a whole lot of skill sets, but what I can do is I can work longer and harder than most people that I know. I can continue to put in time and effort and just not be mad about it, not be upset or uh, discouraged because I'm just, I know I have an objective and I have to continue to chip away at whatever that is whether it's a small one or a big one for a day or a week or a year, um, I can continue to stay focused on that stuff. And if you can improve your work threshold through hard things, that transfers. It definitely transfers. Mm -hmm. And that's actually something. So I've been working out with powerlifting in mind for, I don't know, probably a year and a half, couple of years now. And after this block, which ends in like a week, week and a half, I just want to do stuff like that. Like I want to do things that in, like increase my work capacity or just my, I don't know, like durability. Like I, I do, I want to just be doing things. I have this itch to do things like sled pushes, sled pulls, heavy farmer carries, things like that. Um, and then even cold plunges. Like I might, I might just, you know, full send it and get a, a big old tank and go into one, you know, just stuff that's tough. Yes, Andrew. Yep. The question is, are you going to attend P10 Gym's 
Murph Memorial Day weekend workout cookout event. Oh, you guys doing a little little Murph workout? Dude, we're doing Murph and we're doing a cookout. Dude, I might need a what when is Memorial? I don't even know when that is. May twenty seventh, I believe. Oh, hey. Dude, I'm, I, dude I, I, might, I might just be able to make it out. If I, I'll tell you this. If I can go, I will go. That sounds like a ton of fun. You always can. You literally always can. I've also invited you. So, yeah, you and Abby should come. It's going to be great. We're actually taking the Traeger down to the gym, and we're oh, going to be shoot. smoking meat. So if you would like to help with that process, since you are the pit boss. Wow. Damn, dude. That's Okay, so that's another thing. The Murph workout. Like, dude, what a test of physical and mental strength. That's so hard. Yeah. I haven't done it in a couple of years. I, I, I would definitely be down to do that. Are you going to do it with a weight vest? No, I I can't. I'm just kidding. That, I don't that have be... that, that fortitude right now. I am I weigh way too much for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to go in. How much, how much are you? That's why we're getting ready for being able to move a little bit more athletically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of moving athletically and this new, this new, I'm gonna do like eight weeks of, I guess as as you and I would probably call it athletic stuff, right? Like I want to be under load. I want to be getting my heart rate higher than I normally do if I'm just doing a set of squats or whatever. Um, dude, the other day, those Aerodyne curved treadmills, you guys all probably know them, where you propel them. I told myself, all right, Cam, just do. 15 seconds of like, even if you're just jogging, 15 seconds on, 45 off. And if you're feeling pretty good, let's turn the, that jogging into running, running into sprinting. And uh, I felt like a duck sprinting. Like I haven't, I haven't ran in a very long time, but oh, let me tell you, dude, when I was done, holy smokes, dude, like I just, I felt so good. It was so tough. And the way that treadmill set up guys is, your foot hits earlier than it normally would. So you, you kind of hit like towards the middle of your foot and the heel. It's not just a heel strike like on flat ground you because you're hitting on that curve. It's like you're similar to like kind of how your foot would hit if you were running slightly uphill, I suppose. And dude, I got to say, it felt, it felt awesome. Like that is definitely something I'm going to be incorporating during these next eight weeks. And, and, and again, it's like, Oh well, hit cardio is not the best way to burn fat. Or you know, they're again, people coming in with like, all their opinions. Again, it's just tough, dude. Like I, I was anxious, Andrew, for the first time in a long time. I was walking into the gym and I was like, I had like a pit in my stomach. I was like, Cam, this is, this is gonna be really tough, and you haven't done it in a long time. Like, you're just going into the unknown. You know, so there was like that mental battle where I almost talked myself out of doing it. And it was only ten minutes. It was only like three minutes of working, right? So it's like 15 second bouts mm. and I almost talked myself out of it. So it's like, yeah, is hit the best way to do cardio? I don't know, but it's, it's mentally tough and I actually did enjoy it. So that, yeah, that's probably something I'll, I'll incorporate in the next eight weeks. That's awesome. And we'll, and we'll see what happens. I'll still be weight training too, of course. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's great. Um, I think what I want to talk about today in regards to that is asking you guys, what are you doing inside of your fitness routines right now that is one, challenging you, taking you outside of your comfort zone, helping you prepare for something or getting you towards the right track of where you want to be. So the whole reason that I 
got into this uh, bodybuilding contest prep is because I want to be at a certain place um, by the fall and having that big looming thing that I'm still four months out for is going to help me stay on the path, right? And that's why Cam and I set up for, you know, Spartan races or, you know, this or that. All these different events and things that, that we've done previously allow us to kind of set ourselves up for where we want to be or, or challenges that are going to be tough and and take us to a new place where, uh, you know, this is something I've never done before. This is actually pretty intimidating. And it's a very positive thing to do. Yeah, I think, I think if you do have a... I mean, and, and here's the thing, you doing a bodybuilding show in the fall, I would say is is probably more of a uh, loftier thing than what a lot of people are aiming. Because I mean, dude, that's like, not only is it a goal, but it's something where it's like, you're going to essentially display in front of hundreds of people how hard you've been working. So there's like that pressure as well. But, you know, so guys, like when Andrew's like, whether you're like being challenged to stick to your diet or you're like, oh, I really don't want to do this training session. Andrew can think into the future, dude, on August 29 or whatever the day is, I'm going to be, that will be the, the day of like reckoning when Andrew will be held accountable for everything he's done up until then. So we could say that would be a way of like motivating you. Right. But okay. Let's say you're, you're Mike and you're training for like hockey if he's like, ah, dude, I don't really want to do this session that Andrew wrote for me. I'm just, I'm tired, you know, whatever excuse he's, he might be making up, he might think, well, dude, do I want to get smoked on the ice? Do I want to feel that embarrassment? You know, or you're Mark Walters. You're like, dude, do I want to get my, do I want to be huffing and puffing during my Muay Thai sessions and have, have the guy beat me because he, his cardio is better than mine? It's like, that that kind of changes your perspective a little bit, right? Like Andrew, would you rather have Lou Malnati's three times a week and just blow off your diet completely, or do you want to be shredded on stage? You know, that's something like in that moment. Hard to say. You're answering yourself. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think you're on track? Yeah. For your show. Yeah, you're liking where you're at. Absolutely. Um, I've been at it for about three weeks now and yeah, we're sub, I've lost, uh, I think 10 or 11 pounds so far. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if we continue at this pace for the next 18 weeks, I will be thoroughly leaned out. Now the goal is, can I do that and continue with that extended period of time, um, retaining my muscle mass? I mean, that's going to be the, the trick, but if we... Right. If we keep protein high, if we continue to train and we recover pretty well, that's the formula. We can do that. Uh, for those of you who are worried about losing muscle mass for not working out in two weeks, you're being very silly. Uh, and whatever muscle mass you do start to lose would be very, very negligible. So for most cases, you do not need to worry about that too much. When you're talking about a period of time, which is almost half a year, yeah, that's a little bit of a longer period of time that you have to be careful with for an extended calorie deficit. So, yeah. Oh, good, dude. Good. 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 And, you know, I would say, I mean, I don't know if this is what you were trying to get to, Andrew, but like, if you, if you don't really have a, a reason to work out other than like, oh, I, you know, I should be, right? 
like find something. I mean, if you're a, if you're one of the, the elite moms that Andrew trains, I mean, it sounds like you have some beast mothers over there, which there's is lot, awesome. That's, a lot of the that's badass. Right? You know, it's like, or if you're, you know, if you're a parent, you're like, you know what, dude, I, I don't want my kid. I don't want to be like, you know, having my kid run circles around me or whatever. Like, dude, like my goal, whenever me and Abby have kids, I don't want my kids to be able to outlift me until they, uh, until I'm in like my sixties or something. Like I want it to be as long as I possibly can, you know, like, obviously that's like a sub goal, right? It's not like the main thing, but like for those of you that have kids, like, Hey, you, you want to be able to keep up with them. You know, you don't want to be huffing and puffing while you're trying to play catch or something. Right. You yeah, gotta find dude, something. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we have to be conscious of. So once again, guys, to, to kind of circle back to this question, what are you doing right now? What are you preparing for? What is driving your fitness routine? Because guess what? If you do not have stuff that you're driving towards or things that bring you for community or whatever, you're not going to be successful. If you're one of these people who has been following Cam and I for quite a while, you're friends with us, you've talked to us over the years and you're still tuning in to seeing what we're up to. And you are one of those people because there's quite a few friends out there, especially in the Orange Theory crowd, the previous Orange Theory crowd that we used to roll with that have trouble with staying on top of it. And you're like, man, I'm gaining this weight. I'm losing it back and forth. You have to look at your systems. You have to look at your accountability systems in place and also what you're aiming for. Because if you don't have a good purpose, if you don't have a good reason as to why you're going to get where you want to be and stay there, that's why. That's why you're in these situations. Um, and that's what we're trying to build with the P10 gym. Not to go, I guess, off the beaten path, but with the P10 gym, um, one of the big components that we're trying to focus on inside of this new brand and model is that the supportive community system where people are expecting other people to show up for this thing. And it's not just cardio based. It's not just weight training based, but it's aesthetics based. It's performance based. It's a, it's a culmination of health and um, health well-being and aesthetics. So how you look and how you want to look. I should say. Consider all these components yeah. when you're you're trying to figure out how you want to be come once again, August 19th, which is going to be my show. So once again, if you don't have something like we had talked about in our previous podcast, start thinking about that. You know, where is Andrew going to be? He's putting the time and effort. He's doing it right now too. So if you want to mentally use that as something where, oh, I have other people who I know who are working on hard stuff right now, I'm not alone in it. You aren't. Yeah. And you can get a lot done in three months. I know, I mean, I know we just said like, you know, we're a third of the way done through the year, which is crazy. And maybe you don't feel like you've, you know, maybe you don't feel like you are where you should be, but Hey, you got, you know, August is in another three months or uh, yeah, like, like almost four months. Like you can get a lot done by the end of August guys. I mean, yeah, it goes by quickly, but it hasn't gone by yet. Right. So you still have time to readjust, um, even readjust your goals. Like maybe what you thought would matter to you in January, you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, I, that was kind of, you know, maybe you misjudged it. Maybe you did whatever, but readjust yourself. Be like, okay, what do, what do I want? And what am I doing wrong? Let me, let me toss something out here too, because for this quick hitter for you guys as well, just to kind of bring you back to, to earth here, because I think this is very, very common. And I've heard a lot of this. Uh, whether it's people I work with, whatever, as of recently, a lot of people are sad. A lot of people are are even depressed. And a lot of people feel lost currently. That's what 
I've noticed and, and experienced personally. Maybe Cam could agree or disagree with that. But if that's you, if you're feeling those things, you will never regret working on yourself towards something, building yourself in some active way. And that's what you need to do, especially when you're in those low points. You don't have to be exactly where you want to be, but putting time and effort in to build this new, better version of yourself, whatever that means. Fitness is just a very easy, easy way to do that because you don't have to be a rocket scientist in order to do so. That's why Cam and I are a part of this thing, right? It's because it's simply just, oh, I have to do hard things over and over and over again. And that makes me better. That's my medicine. You will not regret that. So if, once again, you are one of those people who are finding yourself more sad because of things that you can't control inside your life or things that you can't control, you know, you have some issues going on, what are you actively building with things that you can control? And if you are not, we're happy to help you. Give us a message. Give us a shout. We don't give a shit. We, we have busy lives. We got families. We got businesses, whatever. Both of us, either one of us, are happy to, to have a conversation with you over the phone or whatever and help you out and get you on the right path if that's something that you need. If not, simply just focus on, once again, the principle, what am I building towards? How am I continuing to improve myself? Because I know deep down that I will not regret that. And one final note for that whole concept, yes, you fucking can do that. You are somebody who can make that happen, do the hard shit over and over again to get where you want to be. Even if you don't feel like it right now or some of these days are really great, some of them are not so super great, you are somebody who can make that stuff happen. Yeah, and the little things matter too. Like if you're – if you know, cause some people – I know I'm kind of this way where it's like, oh, man, dude, like if I just do like this little effort, is it really going to make a difference? Like, yeah, it will. It will because that little thing, maybe the result of it won't manifest itself physically in a drastic way but it'll teach you, oh, wait, hang on. I can do this. I can stick to something, right? So, and that is that, I mean, Andrew, really good point. It's tough for people to, to determine what that thing is. If it's not just laid out in front of them, they're like, well, what should I improve? What should I work on? What should be my thing that I'm, I'm challenging myself with? That's, that's not always an easy thing for people to determine. But, you know, again, like if you guys want to reach out to either of us, there are ways to figure that out. Right, it doesn't have to be something crazy big to start. You just have to start with something. It's a great point, Cam. And to finish off with this stuff, guys, it is spring season. It is leading into summer. This is the time to plant your garden because you will be able to reap those benefits in the fall if you do so today and you tend your garden all year long. And if you don't, you're going to really kick yourself because November is going to come around and you're not going to have any of those benefits to reap. Put the time in now. Start it now and let's make it happen. I'm not I'm not disappointed in myself because I didn't start my garden in February. Sometimes it's not the best situation. I, I should not be starting my garden outside in February. This is a great opportunity right now, wherever you are, to start something and to continue to work on it all year all year long. If you're like, oh man, I should have started my my beach body in January. Yeah, you probably should have, but who gives a shit? Get in that mindset right now and start building something actively because it will help you mentally and physically. That actually reminds me of a Andy Frisella thing I heard recently. He said, you know, people say, oh, the best time to start would have been three years ago. The second best time is today. It's like, it's such a simple 
piece of advice. Like, yeah, it would have been nice if you started your beach body cut in January, but you didn't. So start today like that. You are currently in the next best time to start something like that. You are. And it's like, it's just a simple, 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 dude. It's not complicated. It's like, just start today with something. Guys, if you got something out of this podcast, do us a favor. Make sure that you share it with somebody that you know. Make sure you know or you share it with somebody who you know could get something out of this podcast, or just share it on social media because we are a doing a um, ex, uh, value exchange situation here. I lost it for a second, and uh, and we want you to help us grow because we're trying to help you out, especially keep you on the right mental path. Uh, seriously, if you need help, give us a shout. As always, you know that we got your back. Love you guys. Thank you very much. See you on the next one. Peace. I live the life I deserve. Bless. Bless.